You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for our Forces of Destiny recap. I'm your host, Cassie Sketch, and today we are talking Season 2, Episode 8 of Forces of Destiny, which is Porg Problems. Now, this is going to be a rather short episode for the Forces of Destiny recap, partially because this is indeed the week of celebration, um, which means starting tomorrow, which for me will be Friday, um, don't know what it'll be for you, uh, we're gonna be getting a lot of news, so we haven't had really any lately, and of course you guys know that, um, so we'll have plenty of news to talk about next week, but there isn't really anything now, um, obviously I think Friday we're going to have a title and a possible, uh, teaser for episode nine, fingers crossed, um, and so that's really exciting, and, um, we're gonna get to know a little bit more about what's going on with the Clone Wars and the new video game, Fallen Order, um, so I'm really excited for Celebration this weekend, um, and I'm gonna be going. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I head out tomorrow afternoon, and, oh, I've already, I have a, um, test, uh, during the Last Jedi panel, and I've already taken it. Uh, I asked the teacher if I could take it early, uh, that way, instead of taking the test, I could be on my phone watching the panel, uh, which is kind of insane, but then I was like, you know, like, it's important to me. Um, we're getting, I'm getting excited, you know, I've already, already gotten there, and, Oh, I'm so excited for Celebration. It's been two years since we've had a Celebration, um, and there's so much this year that's happening um, that I, it's going to be insane, and we haven't had news really in, like, months, and so it's just going to be a tsunami <laughs> this weekend, and I cannot wait, and we'll obviously talk about all of this later. I think uh, Matt, Mike, maybe me are going to go over a celebration and what's going on there. Um, 
but regardless, you'll get to hear me talk about it because I will um, come next week for uh, the next episode of the Forces of Destiny recap. I'll definitely be talking uh, celebration news uh, there. Um, so where was I at? Oh, so that's that's part of why this episode is going to be a little bit shorter um, than previous episodes because we don't have news. But uh, also because this is probably one of the shortest episodes of Forces of Destiny. It doesn't really have any big information for us. Um, it does have a little bit, and we'll get into that um, in a second. Um, but we're, you know... In the era of The Last Jedi, you know, we're in the middle of Raisinok 2 in this episode, um, so there's not a whole ton that can be revealed at this point, and I think maybe, uh, after episode 9, we'll know tomorrow what it's called, and I won't have to call it episode 9 anymore, that, sorry, I'm really excited about it, I think after episode 9, if they decide to continue with Forces of Destiny, which I do don't think is going to happen. Um, it's been a long time since we've gotten new episodes, but we also haven't gotten new episodes since Solo came out. Um, so I'm wondering if they're going to maybe come back for season three, um, after episode nine. Um, but anyway, the reason this episode's so short is because they can't give us a whole ton of information. Um, and, uh, as of, this episode coming out, I think they're, you know, hadn't really even finished writing, um, episode nine. I, I don't remember the timeline exactly, but, you know, they didn't, <laughs> there was, that was a big deal last year is, you know, they didn't really have a concrete plan for how we were finishing out, uh, the saga, the saga films. And so I don't think they could have done much within this uh, era, which means we do not have a whole ton of web, but we do have character development, which I'll get into once we get into the episode. Um, but yeah, it's a short episode. So this is going to be a short episode. Um, but again, we will have so much to talk about next week. <laughs> so I'm, I just, I'm still just, my mind's on celebration. I'm so excited. Um, I was... <laughs> One more thing about celebration is I, this is like not news, but something that frustrated me today, um, is that I was trying to make reservations for the Rebels Remembered panel and the Clone Wars panel. And because you can do that, um, through the, or at least I was told and it's advertised on the celebration website that you can make reservations through the, uh, Celebration Chicago app, um, which either I'm as bad as technology, I'm as bad with technology as I think I am, or maybe I'm just like not seeing something, but I was unable to make those reservations for those panels. Um, so it looks like I'm either going to be waiting in line or I'm going to be watching them on my phone. Um, which I mean, I don't mind, but I, you know, I'm going all the way to Chicago to, uh, see those panels and I, I may not get into them, but I mean, that's not the only reason I'm going. I'm excited, but panels are my number one priority, uh, when it comes to, uh, celebration. Um, so I'm just excited, but, um, I was a little, I was a little upset about that. Um, I couldn't figure out how to do it through the app. They didn't really make it easy. Um, and 
I went to the website and there was uh, there wasn't a portal to make reservations through the site. Um, so I was a little confused. I had to text um, somebody, uh, my an English teacher at my school who I knew was on at celebration. He's the leader of our uh, high school's Star Wars club. Um, he I texted him and I was like, yo, um, I was going to see if he could try to make a reservation for me um, to see if like he could do it there and I could send him my codes. Um, but I don't think that is going to happen. So I have my fingers crossed. Um, but anyway. I'm just, I'm, I can't stop talking about Celebration. I am, I've not been excited about doing something. I haven't been this excited about doing something, going someplace, and especially being in a crowd of people, um, in a long time. I don't think ever. Um, and I missed Comic-Con this year, so, or at least the one in my town. So, um, I really need my, my convention fix, I guess. Okay, anyway. So that's just, that's all I really, if I, not news, but just an update on, like, things that I've noticed. Um, oh, one more thing I've noticed. I keep finding more things to talk about. Um, I was, while I was trying to figure out how to make a reservation for the Rebels Remembered panel, um, I was obviously looking at the description of the Rebels Remembered panel, and I believe at the end of it, it said something along the lines of, disclaimer, there will be no new show announced during this panel. Um, and I, <laughs> I tweeted about it. I thought that was really funny. Um, just because we, we have had some, some stuff hinted, uh, especially towards the end of, um, Rebels, uh, with my two, like, favorite female characters ever. I'm so excited for the possibility of getting that Ahsoka Sabine team up. Team up. Um, but <laughs> I do like how, you know, Dave, Dave knows the fan, Dave knows the fans well enough to know that he does, <laughs> that he's like, okay, I'm stopping this before it even starts. We're not going to go into this panel and talk about the Sabine and Ahsoka show the entire time because that's not what this is about. Um, but I, I just, I thought that was funny. And maybe, you know, maybe it's a misdirect. Maybe we can make our, we can light ourselves a little bit and be like, oh, maybe there's a, they're going to talk Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, I would, I would like lose my mind. Um, but again, I, I don't think that we're going to be getting that, uh, for a while. Um, even if we don't get it in the form of a show, um, I personally think it would be a really great novel, uh, depending on, of course, what the story actually is, but, um, they're gonna space that out a little bit. They're, they're gonna give us some time, uh, to be away from those characters. Um, I just, I thought that was interesting. Um, anyway, but we didn't have any news. I was just kind of talking about, celebration, what I'm excited for, what I'm nervous about, um, just information about me, which, I mean, whatever, and my thoughts going into celebration and the excitement that is coming, um, and the information we're going to be, that's going to be, the knowledge, the Star Wars knowledge that's going to be bestowed upon us this weekend. I'm very excited. Okay, Let's, again, short episode, but let's go ahead and get on into the recap. Calculate the jump, Chop. Come on, come on. 
boyfriend, Huey. Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Ahsoka! Kenobi! Hand it over, Ewok. No! So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Episode Recap. While training at the Temple Island on the watery planet of Octo, Rey tries to levitate rocks with the Force. A Porg then rummages through her bag and steals her lightsaber. Rey briefly manages to lift a rock, but she has not fully mastered her technique, causing it to drop. The Porg accidentally ignites the lightsaber, alerting Rey. The Porg deactivates the lightsaber with its mouth and runs off with it. Rey pursues the pack of Porgs and yells for them to return her weapon. They run past Chewbacca and R2-D2, who are making repairs to the Millennium Falcon. Rey and the Porgs reach a cliff. The other Porgs jump off the cliff into the water below. However, Rey uses the Force to suspend the culprit in midair. The other Porgs watch as Rey uses the Force to pull the por Porg towards her. Rey grabs the Porg and retrieves her lightsaber. She then puts the creature down on the ground and tells him that she did, she did not know that she had that Force power. In a forgiving move... Ray tells the Porg that it, it can help her train any time. The other Porgs arrive, and Ray promises that everyone will get a turn. I apologize. My dogs started barking halfway through that, um, and I don't, don't appreciate that very much from them, but whatever. Okay, so this episode here, I'm really grateful for um, because they're still barking. There must be somebody outside. I don't know. It'll pass. It'll pass. <clears throat> okay, creatures have been hushed. Um, where was I? Okay, I'm very grateful for this episode uh, because a lot of the things that we hear, a lot of the naysayers of uh, Ray and the sequel trilogy as a whole, is kind of doubting her abilities with her lack of training. And I, I agree. It's a I agree that a lot of it doesn't exactly make sense, but I think that this episode here makes it, it for, first of all, it shows her progressing, um, because she started, you know, not being able to lift the rock and then she was able to stop the Porg midair and, you know, eventually when we get back to crate, she lifts the giant pile of rocks and, you know, that's a huge jump there. But I think that there is something to be said um, about her learning to use the force based off of instincts, not on like thinking it. And I think that's a lot of how, what, where this is going. Um, and I think that's a lot of why she's so good in fights is because when she uses the force before she doesn't really know she's using it she's not consciously trying to use it and it's just like she's using an extra limb you know it is a it's 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 pure instinct um and so sitting someplace you know sitting on the ground looking at a rock you know you're not acting on any instinct and she was sitting there thinking about it too hard um and then being able to you know and then she instinctively 
uses the force to stop the porg from going over the cliff with her lightsaber. Um, and I think that that's uh, giving us a little bit more of a show of why she is so strong in battle. And I think it's partially because of that instinct. I think it's partially because of the idea of a, you know, it's part of the force being balanced. It is part of that instinct that she has learned to, that she just has personally in herself. Um, and I think that it also has to do with the fact that she has grown up kind of having to fend for herself and fighting. Um, and so when you get into a battle scenario uh, like that, uh, you know, with Kylo Ren, uh, with the Praetorian Guard, um, she taps into that without thinking about it because I think she was... The Force being a part of her, uh, she taught herself to use it growing up without even knowing. Um, and I, I think that's a part of kind of, I think it's a point that's going to be uh, more or less addressed um, throughout kind of the coming uh, stories that have to do with Force users. Um, I won't necessarily say episode nine, um, but I'm sure we, we're not done uh, with the Jedi, the Sith, etc., um, especially with a bunch, all the new projects uh, coming forward. But um, we are going to see more of an understanding of how the Force resides in everyone and how people use it specifically and how you, you don't need to, te you don't necessarily have to teach yourself purposefully to use the force um or at least jedi don't um i say you as in the people but i think we're gonna learn a little bit more about that i th i hopefully um and i think i think that again i think a lot of what forces of destiny does for me is i'm sitting down and i'm watching forces of destiny and maybe i would not have made certain connections before but looking at this episode i'm more inclined to say, you know, Ray is acting on instinct and she's, she knows how to use the force and she's used it in her everyday life beforehand. And we, we saw that in other episodes of Forces of Destiny, um, with Ray in it, you know, the Night Watcher Worm, you know, the episodes with Tito, we've seen that. Um, and I think that this episode is just the same. Um, and it's pointing out that she's always been able to to do this and she's been honing it in her own way um so I just thought that was an interesting thing um and I thought that that was something good that forces of destiny is doing um they're doing a lot of good things but this is one of them um and I think if people paid more attention to the little things they would understand the big things more and maybe be less um angry or upset or you know star wars posted something on their instagram the other day and it was like pictures of ray and all the comments were like just saying awful things about that character but if you i mean if you're saying bad things about like if i see you online it's talking about ray being a mary sue and ray um you know, not having been trained and being able to do a lot. Now, the lightsaber battle, yeah, that's kind of a stretch. Um, and I do agree with that. But um, if any, if, if I, when I see people say that, 
it tells me that they're not paying attention to Star Wars. They're not paying attention to what we've been given. Um, and they're not, they're not thinking for themselves. Um, and they're not thinking about, you know, what things mean. Um, and you don't necessarily have to, of course you don't. It's a movie franchise, but I don't, I just don't see the point in being angry when they're making it very, very apparent why. Um, and I think, you know, again, it, it, it goes back to, we have a female lead now and a lot of people don't want that. Um, and there's definitely a, there's an unwillingness to accept, um, a physically strong female, um, or somebody, uh, like that. And I think if it was, um, if Ray had been male, if she'd been a dude, um, it, it would have gotten a much different reaction. Um, even if it had done the, they'd done the exact same thing with that character. It was just a girl, not a guy. There would be, people would talk about that character so much differently. Um, and that hurts me a lot. <laughs> like, that makes me really sad. Um, especially because, like, lately we have uh, gotten, you know, a lot more strong female characters. Not just in Star Wars, but in, you know, science fiction in general. Um, I'm thinking, you know, we have Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel, uh, obviously Star Wars. There's, there's just, there's change happening. And I think there's a lot of people who aren't happy about it. Um... And I didn't mean to get into that too much, um, because I definitely don't want to get too political. Um, that's not my, that's not what, what I'm here for. That's not why, uh, I love Forces of Destiny, but it is just something that irritates me. Um, and I think that seeing this today, um, and, and making more connections in my head, to why Ray is as strong as she is, it's just really frustrating to me to see people who do not uh, take the time to think, but then feel the need to <laughs> say nasty things online about a fictional character. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, moving on uh, from all the kind of semi-political talk, um, we got to talk about Porgs because it's porgs. Like, this is the first episode of Forces of Destiny that has porgs in them. Um, I was really excited about porgs when The Last Jedi came out. Um, I still love porgs. I think they're great. Um, and I liked this episode a lot with the porgs. Um, and me and, me and my friends were having a discussion about, about this episode and just the porgs in this episode, you know, commenting about, well, how is the porg able to levitate, or not levitate, how is it activate the lightsaber, um, when, you know, there, it's, the lightsaber itself, you know, knows how to, uh, sense force sensitivity, um, we were joking around that maybe, maybe porgs are force sensitive, um, <laughs> and I also said, you know, the that's the second time that they've gone after the lightsaber. So maybe they're attracted to the kyber crystals. Um, that's just like a totally random thought. But um, it's funny to think about that the Porgs, I mean, I think all, all living creatures in Star Wars, you know, have the force. Everybody feels it. Um, 
So it's interesting to think also about, you know, this too is just like a little bit that if you look into it, it's, it's, you know, instinct and everybody has it, um, in Star Wars. And I just, I loved, I loved the poor causing problems. We didn't get like too many, uh, I think the the porgs deserve more more screen time. Uh, I like them, and I think that for selling toys, they're doing a good job because I have a giant pile of porgs in my room. Um, and oh, I just I liked getting this episode. Kids love porgs, and Forces of Destiny is made for kids, um, and so it was good to have them in here. Um, and I thought it was really cute that the uh, porgs being flightless birds or semi-flightless birds um <laughs> knew that Ray could levitate them and were excited because they wanted to fly um and that was really cute <laughs> and so there wasn't again like I said there wasn't really much with this episode um very short not a whole ton of information but there were some things in there that if you paid attention you know and thought about it you could get <laughs> and everybody could get I'm I'm you know me and I got it um so I don't know I I like this episode it's not a great episode but there's nothing wrong with it um it just is kind of boring but it had it had porgs in it so not all is bad (laughs) anything with porgs in it is super exciting um or at least you know a year ago Cassie would have thought that I less porg enthusiastic, uh, almost a year and a half out from The Last Jedi, but (laughs) despite that, um, despite that, it was, it was cool to see them animated and done in a different way, and we have a couple more episodes coming up with porgs, I know there's the Chewy episode, and, uh, I feel like there's one more, but I can't remember what it is, um, but that's, that's it. That's all we really have. I said it was short today. Um, We didn't have any news. We didn't have much to talk about. I kind of rambled for a while. um, Like I do. And so I guess that's it. So uh, as always, thanks for listening. And you can stay up to date on all the latest in Star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at rebelscells.com podcast and you can add us on facebook at rebels podcast you can add us on instagram at rebel cells you can add me on twitter at cassie scutch that's c-a-s-s-i-e-s-u-t-c-h and of course we're part of the thunderquack podcast network head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other podcasts in the network and if you'd like to support us you can do that in two ways first by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch um again i'm wearing my starboard sweatshirt um to celebration this weekend so i like that shirt a lot um and then second is by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack um and pledging your support your monthly pledge gives you access to cool exclusives like the thunderquack podcast and the thunderquack group on facebook um thank you guys so much for listening we will be back next week with a whole lot to talk about and i cannot wait (laughs) you guys know this by now all i've been talking about this entire uh episode is how much i'm excited for celebration and learning things and maybe by the time this episode comes out probably by the time this episode comes out we'll already have a title so you guys know more than i do all right (laughs) you guys know more than me so um i'll know more next week (laughs) all right thank you guys for listening we'll be back next week with chopper and friends 